Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. I'm so glad you're here. Um, so for those of you that might be new for me, I new to me, um, this is the Essential Astrocast. It's my weekly rundown of what's going on up in the heavens so that you can harness the energy of the planets and um, dictate your fate here on Earth. Uh, so with all that said, there's a lot going on and there's some fate playing into things this week. And so I'm a big believer in astrology being a tool to help you get to understand yourself better and to know yourself on a deeper level. And it's a tool for us to develop an even um, more compassionate relationship with ourself when we actually see where so many of our personality traits are coming from and so many of the themes and karmas of our life are how they're playing out and how they were sort of... um, you know, a gift from the gods when we were born. So with all of that said, um, this is one of those weeks where you're going to have to um, probably make some choices or probably be faced with some choices that will dictate how um, things go from here on out, right? So that can be a little bit scary, but we're going to walk through it. Um, And it is a busy week. So on first glance, the week doesn't seem very busy. Um, but then you look a little bit deeper and you realize that there's some major things going on. So, um, the big thing first that everyone wants to know is when is Mercury going retrograde? So Mercury is going retrograde on Sunday, February 16th. Um, this is a very interesting Mercury retrograde because it's in Pisces. So Pisces Mercury retrograde It's very emotional and you're going to probably not be able to get a straight answer from people. So if you have important meetings, this is a good week to kind of do it, um, even though we're in the gear up, because you're going to have about three weeks where things aren't going to be so clear. Know that if you have some meetings and you have some talks this week and you have some contract negotiations You might not want to sign until after Mercury goes direct, especially because in Pisces, especially because Pisces creates fog, it creates an atmosphere in which we really just don't know what's going on. Because Pisces is um, the last sign of the zodiac, it also ushers in endings. So this might be a really emotional Mercury retrograde for you that brings up a lot of emotional processing that you have to do so that you can end something and walk away from something. This week, you might choose to walk away from something and then spend your retrograde um, uh, processing it. So um, today is Monday and it is the 10th of February and this is Valentine's Day week. It's also President's Day week coming up or next Monday. Um, So this is going to be a really interesting uh, week for Valentine's Day because we have Venus in Aries. So Venus went into Aries last week and it is not her favorite place to hang out because she likes, she's the ruler of Libra, which is Aries opposite. If you know any Aries, I'm an Aries, we definitely tend to be direct people. We tend to be like um, intense. We intend to um, really be ambitious or 
not even ambitious, but um, assertive and willing to be the first. So you're willing to be the first one to raise your hand. You're willing to be the first one to um, take the leap. You're willing to be the guinea pig. Aries like to go first because we're the first sign of the zodiac, right? So we have Venus and Aries and Venus and Aries is really demanding and she knows what she wants and she's not shy about asking for it. And now we're going to have this Mercury Pisces retrograde, which is a little wishy-washy and not clear. So she's going to be having a real hard time. This week, she's squaring the nodes of fate, which means that she is going to probably help you make some decisions on if you're staying or if you're going, especially in relationships. Okay. So right in time for Valentine's day, there could be some, um, some breakups, always sad to say, but sometimes also, um, you know, with these transits, especially like a Mercury retrograde in Pisces, it gives us the opportunity to reflect and review why we make the choices and why they're important for our growth. So I think this week we're going to probably get some, we might get some clarity, but the clarity might not be long lasting because more information will come to us as Mercury backstrokes through Pisces over the next the three weeks after this one. Um, okay. Here's the other big thing that's going on. There's a few big things going on this week. Um, those are some big things. The other big thing is Mars is going to go into Capricorn. So while we have this energy of, um, reviewing, reflecting, revising, looking backward with Mercury going through Pisces in retrograde fashion, we are going to have Mars charging forward in Capricorn. And when Mars charges forward in Capricorn, he is exalted there. Just like Venus is not so comfortable in Aries because she really likes people to like her, but Aries don't really care if people like them. Um, you know, Mars and Capricorn is like, I'm the boss. I'm taking care of stuff. I'm getting it done. Don't stand in my way unless you're here to help me achieve what I'm here to achieve. And so it's going to be really interesting to have this, this Mercury retrograde along with this Mars transit through Capricorn. Now, Mars takes two years to go around. So we haven't seen Mars in Capricorn since 2018. So it's going to be really, really, really nice to have this um, burst of energy. And it's going to light up that part of your chart that houses Capricorn. And we've had a lot going on there, as you all know. So those are some of the big things. Those happen later in the week. So both Mars going into Capricorn and Mercury going retro into retrograde, that all happens on Sunday the 16th. So I'm going to start with the big thing that's happening today on Monday the 10th. So today we have Venus and Chiron meeting up. So they have their once, usually once yearly meeting. Um, and Venus and Chiron are meeting up in Aries. So Chiron's going to be in Aries um, until for another seven years. So he hangs out in a sign, really varies. It's not exact like with Mars and Venus and Mercury. Um, he's going to hang for about nine years total. He's been there for a while, um, but he's going to be there for another seven years. So we've had some time with Chiron and Aries. It's been a thing. We've been feeling it. Now, as I told you, Aries are really assertive and we like to go first. Um, Aries also rules our childhood. So it rules the part of us that was in development from birth to, I don't know, maybe 10 years old. So it's really like that, th those, those 
those childhood traumas and the sense of your individual um, self are those wounds are really being brought up with Chiron and Aries for all of us. If you have Chiron and Aries, um, then even more so for you. Um, but for many of us, we don't necessarily have Chiron and Aries, but we are feeling this, um, we're feeling some stuff come up that is emotional stuff. That's not necessarily even having to do with what's actually happening in front of us. It has to do with the way we were wounded when we were a child, whether it was in school, whether it was from our parents, whether it was from our siblings, um, you know, something came up in my life and I actually had a reading with one of my favorite astrologers and she said, this thing that's going on, it has to do with something that happened to you in grade school. It actually has nothing to do with what's happening to you right now. It's pulling up the emotions of that time and that's why it feels so intense. So think about that this week. So think about um, what's poking at you, who's prodding you, where does it originate? Is it really the situation that's in front of you at this moment? Or um, is it the situation that's in front of you at the moment not actually as intense as it's feeling for you? And lastly, are your relationships mirroring some sense of trauma, some sense of pain or hurt that you experienced earlier in life? Because today, Monday, February 10th, Venus and Chiron are meeting up in the sky. So that means that our relationships... And our Venus is not just relationships, by the way, Venus is also money. So if anything is going around on right now around your relationship, whether that's your romantic relationship or your relationship to other women or your relationships, friendships, even business relationships, because those are emotional at times as well. Any relationship stuff going on right now, any money stuff going on right now. Um, if it is making you feel really, really, really emotional and really, really sensitive and perhaps very vulnerable, then just take a moment and step back and say, where is this really coming from? Because it's not really, while the situation at hand might be frustrating and upsetting, it's probably not coming from that. It's probably coming from something that you experienced at a much younger age. So that's something to consider today. Now, this is an emotional time. We have Mercury in Pisces already. You know, while Mercury is not retrograde yet, he's still hanging in Pisces. And that means that our mind, our ability to compute and be logical, it's not really that logical. It is, we are thinking from our, our place of emotion. We're not thinking from our place of logic. So when Mercury is in Pisces, our thoughts are driven by our emotion. Um, Therefore, this Venus Chiron meetup is feeling probably a lot more triggering and a lot more emotional than it might be otherwise. Like if Mercury were in Gemini or if Mercury were in Libra, like it might not feel this intense, but it's feeling pretty intense. Also, you have to note that we feel planets most intensely when they station. So that means right now, Mercury is slowing down to station at 12 degrees. He's going to be at 12 degrees for a week from this Thursday to next Thursday. If you happen to have anything prominent in your chart at 12 degrees Pisces, this is going to be a very major Mercury retrograde for you. If you have anything at 12 degrees um, Sagittarius, Virgo, um, uh, any of the mutable signs, then you're going to also have some intense 
stuff this Mercury retrograde, just so you know. So check. Um, I was going to say, what was the other mute? Anyway, I lost my track. My, 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 I lost my, my, my track of mind. So give me a second there, but moving on apologies. Um, I want to make sure that we are, um, really making space for processing some of the emotions that are coming up for us. So I want to make sure that we're not, um, we're not trying to push through this because a lot of the planets in the sky right now, all of the planets are moving forward. So it's full steam ahead, except for Mercury. And Mercury is really important because it rules our communication. It rules our thought process. So while you might feel like, oh my God, I want to go full steam ahead. I have momentum right now. Mercury retrograde is saying, hey, pump the brakes. Make sure that the T's are crossed. The I's are dotted. Make sure you review your work. Don't send the email without proofreading it. Don't um, rush to sign the contract. Don't rush to get where you want to go. There, there's some stuff you have to learn first. There's some review that has to happen. Maybe there's some information that you don't actually have yet. So this is an opportunity to practice our trust. This is an opportunity to practice our um, trust in our guides, our spirit guides. It's something I do all the time. I ask my spirit guides to be with me, especially if I'm having a hard time. This is a time to trust the universe, trust the guides, trust your God, trust whatever higher power you believe in. You know, trust that there is um, some divine plan that is playing out that is in your best interest, right? Like I always say, yes, we have the power to dictate our fate, but it doesn't mean that we're doing all the work. It doesn't mean that we have to do all the heavy lifting. You know, one of my favorite practices is to um, make a list and on one side of the page, I'll show you my notebook, on one side of the page, you can write all of the things that you have to do, right? And then on the other side of the page, you can write all the things that the, you're going to put in the universe's lap, right? So you're going to show up and you're going to, um, you know, do your podcast every week. I'll use this as an example and, and trust that the universe is going to bring the people to you that need to hear your work and what you have to say, right? So I can't control, um, I can do some marketing, but I can't control who turns on this podcast or who turns on this Instagram live show. So you have to put some trust in the universe to bring the right people to you. So I think this Mercury retrograde is going to be a really amazing opportunity for us to learn how to trust in that power without giving up our own power. How can you stay in your own sense of power? How can you take the action and do the work? But trust that all the heavy lifting is not on you. Trust that you don't have to be the one always in control. And I think that's going to be a big lesson that we're all working with this Mercury retrograde. Um, so today Venus is in Chiron. We talked Venus and Chiron are together in Aries. That core wound is being activated. The moon is in Virgo opposing Mercury. So this can make us a little bit anxious. So if you're feeling particularly anxious today, then that could be why. Um, Tomorrow, the moon is going to be trining those Capricorn planets, which is nice because Virgo and Capricorn like to work together. So good, you know, early in the morning tomorrow is going to be great for some more detail-oriented work um, to move things forward. And then we're going to have a long void moon. So from 1.26 p.m. Eastern time to 6.37 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to have a long void moon 
um, that basically means that it's a time for to sit back, relax, do your laundry, and um, you know, do some meditation, do your yoga practice, go to the gym. Like, don't nothing, nothing big or major. Um, and then at six thirty-seven p.m the moon is going to move into Libra and that is going to, um, with the sun in Aquarius, which we're talking so much about Pisces and Capricorn and all these other planets, right. And all these other signs, we still have the sun in Aquarius and the sun in Aquarius is really interested in, um, the intellect and figuring things out and being logical. Um, so it's very funny because we have all this other stuff going on. That's making us feel a little bit more in our spirit, more in our emotions, less in the mind, but the sun is saying your mind is still here it still works. Don't forget to use it, right? Use the common sense. So we've got the sun in Aquarius. And when we have the moon go into Libra, Libra, Aquarius, they like each other. They're both air signs. So Wednesday, um, the moon's going to go into Libra at 6.37 PM on Tuesday. So the latter half of Tuesday or the, the evening on Tuesday, um, and then Wednesday, um, and then Thursday, we're going to have a lot of Libra energy. And so that's going to make it a little bit easier on us because there are some tough things that are going to happen on those days. And that's going to make it a little bit easier to see eye to eye. So when the moon is in Libra, we want fairness. We want justice. We want equality. We want peace. We want to see the other person on the other side of the table. And we want them to see us, right? So conversations with the moon and Libra are going to go a little bit smoother. Now, there are some other things going on. The moon is going to oppose Chiron on Tuesday, and then we'll very late on Tuesday. And then the moon is going to oppose Venus on early on Wednesday. And that is going to, um, again, activate that core wound because Venus and Chiron are coming together. Chiron is the wounded healer. Um, Chiron is kind of that sense of feeling like it's the place that, um, the place in you that can't, um, quite be fixed. And so when Venus comes to that point in the sky, it illuminates that in our relationships and around money. So wherever you're feeling vulnerable, it's going to be, um, that vulnerability is going to show up in your relationships and with your money, um, and, or, um, and when moon opposes these things late Tuesday, early Wednesday, we might feel it even more deeply. So again, wherever you're feeling vulnerable, look at that this week because it's telling you something. It's giving you an insight as to how you can heal a part of yourself that has been hurt since childhood or maybe even from a past life. So really don't, don't, um, avoid that feeling of vulnerability this week, allow yourself to lean into it. Um, on Thursday, so we're going to have the moon squaring the nodes of fate and on Thursday that's, and then that's late Wednesday. And then Thursday, we're going to have Venus squaring the nodes of fate. And so this says to me that there are some choices to be made. The nodes of fate are points in the sky. They belong to the moon. When Venus squares them, that says to me that we're probably going to be making a choice on how we want to progress in some sort of relationship. Do we want to stay? Do we want to go? Do we want to change the nature of it? Um, maybe if it does happen to be about money for you, it might be about choosing, you know, to leave an investment or enter an investment, something like that. 
Um, but there's some choice going on this week because Venus is squaring those nodes. And whenever something squares those nodes, there's going to be a choice to make. It might be a small choice. It might be a big choice. It might be a small choice that you didn't realize was so impactful at the time. But then when you look back during Mercury retrograde, you're like, wow, well, when I chose to, you know, not go to that, that party for my coworker, I didn't realize that it was going to totally shift the dynamic in the office, right? Something like that. It could be something really small. It could be something really big. You could choose to leave your partner. Um, Venus, you know, squaring those nodes, it gives us an opportunity to pause, take a breath and make a choice that is going to actually serve us in our growth going forward because everything is here to serve us. So don't do anything impulsively. I know Venus and Aries likes to be impulsive. Venus and Aries is direct and clear also impulsive, right? So I want you to maintain the directness and the clarity, but do your best to take a deep breath, count to 10 and resist the urge to be impulsive. Okay. Cause you don't want to make any decisions that you spend your mercury in retrograde trying to, um, undo. Okay. So on Friday, it's going to be Valentine's day. And that's a really weird Valentine's day this year because Venus and Aries is just not lovey-dovey. And we've got Mercury and Pisces, which is lovey-dovey, which is nice. Um, so you might write your partner a really nice card. Um, but you know, the thing about Valentine's day is that it kind of doesn't belong in Aquarius season. It kind of should have been placed a week later because you know, Valentine's Day has a much more Pisces vibe about it. Um, and Aquarius is, Aquarius is the sign of wanting to belong, but never quite feeling like you fit in. And so having Valentine's Day during Aquarius season is kind of strange because Aquarius is a sign of the rebel. It's, um, you know, the Aquarians among us that are leaders, they often like challenge us to think of things in new and different ways. Um, Valentine's Day is very traditional. It's about this concept of traditional romance and um, not very Aquarian in any way. Um, yeah, so I Hanukkah's here on the Instagram live and I have to say, yes, very much you. She's <laughs> very Aquarian. So um, Valentine's Day is like not an Aquarian holiday. Like it just isn't. So it's very interesting that we're having this Valentine's Day. Of course, it's always in Aquarius season because it's February 14th and therefore it always lands when the sun is in Aquarius. But this year we have Venus and Aries. It's like it couldn't be less romantic. So with that said, don't put too much pressure on your sweetheart for this Valentine's Day because they might not be thinking romance and, um, you know, snuggles and champagne. They just might not be you know, so if you want to make it a really easygoing Valentine's day, feel free to do that or feel free to just postpone it, postpone it till the Mercury retrograde in Pisces. And you guys can reminisce on all of the great moments in your relationship and, and, you know, keep it and keep it romantic, you know? Um, although Mars will be in Capricorn, so you might be all business then too. So it's, it's a, it's a hard Valentine's day is what I'm saying. Um, Saturday, we're going to have the last quarter of the moon in Scorpio. So that basically means that it's all, it, and it heralds in that last week of the moon cycle. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, 
when we have that last week of the moon cycle, it's the time to turn inward. It's the time to um, reflect on the moon cycle. It will coincidentally be um, also the day before we have that Mercury retrograde. So we'll be shifting into that energy of reflection, shifting into that energy of, of looking backward a little bit. Um, on Sunday, we're also going to have a long void that day. So Saturday, there's actually not a lot of astrology happening. Um, the planets aren't really talking to each other much. Um, although there's going to be like one, one transit, which is, okay, I take that back. That's Monday. I'm talking about something else. See, Mercury is already having its retrograde effect in Pisces and making my brain a little bit cloudy. Um, so I take back what I said, but it is going to be the beginning of the fourth quarter of the moon. So it's a great time to start your reflection. Um, all of that said, we are, will have a void of course moon that day later in the day. So 5.20 p.m. to 11.07 p.m. Eastern time, but it's going to be in um and then it's going to go into Sagittarius. The moon's going to go into Sagittarius that day. Um, so we're going to have that uh, Libra moon. We're going to have a Virgo moon early in the week. It can be a, feel a little bit anxious. Then we're going to have this um, Libra moon, which is going to be the t those are the days you really want to have the conversations you need to have. So that's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday night, we're going to have the moon go into Scorpio. It's, I mean, Valentine's Day and Friday could not be worse. It's like moon and Scorpio. Moon and Scorpio is great for sexual intimacy, but it's like just not, it's not that true traditional romantic lovey-dovey thing. Um, and then the moon's going to be in Scorpio um, until Saturday night. And then the moon's going to go into Sagittarius. Okay, so Sunday is going to be that big day this week where we have Mercury going retrograde at 12 degrees Pisces. Again, check your chart. See if you have anything at 12 degrees Pisces. We're going to be at 12 degrees Pisces. Mercury is going to be there for a week. So the next week, if you happen to have your sun or something like that at 12 degrees Pisces, really, really buckle up and make sure you keep your schedule super light. Um, back up your phone this week. Do all that stuff. Regardless of whether you have something at 12 degrees or not, I want you to back up your phone this week and like download that thing and do the, the, you know, the iOS update. And I think my phone did that last night and, um, just make sure everything is charged and bring your charger with you when you go somewhere. Um, that kind of stuff, because Mercury is getting ready to go retrograde on Sunday. Sunday will have that retrograde begin and Mars is going to go into Capricorn on Sunday morning at 6.33 a.m. And then Mercury is going to retrograde at 7.54 p.m. And then Monday we're going to have President's Day. And if you're lucky enough to have that day off, it is going to be a great day to sit back and have fun, maybe have an adventure. The moon is going to be void in Sagittarius. And when the moon is void in Sagittarius, it's a great opportunity to have a little bit of fun and not worry too much about the pressures of life. Um, and then we are going to have next week, we're going to have the sun go into Pisces on Tuesday night. So I know I don't normally go all the way into the Tuesday of the next week, but I just wanted to let you know that's what's coming up. We're going to have a lot of Pisces energy soon. This is your last opportunity with this last week in Aquarius, sun in Aquarius, to really tap into those logical capabilities that you have. Because when the sun goes into Pisces and Mercury is going to be in 
um, Pisces retrograde. It's going to be like an emotional Pisces explosion. So, I mean, luckily we have a lot of earth to ground us. We have plenty of Capricorn to ground us, but, um, I just want you to be aware that this is your last week of having some, some nice amount of air in the sky to do some rational, logical thinking and to hammer some stuff out if you need to do that. Um, and remember, don't shy away from the things that bring up your vulnerabilities because this, all of this is divinely inspired for you to have an opportunity to heal a part of yourself that you haven't yet healed. And that's really what Chiron and Venus coming together is illuminating for us this week. It's like, this is still bothering me. What can I do? Do I need to have a conversation? Do I need to go talk to someone about this? Do I need to journal about it? Do I need to um, prioritize my meditation practice? Like, what is it that you have to do to heal this part of yourself? Um, and you're not going to find that out if you just ignore the things that feel vulnerable to you. So, um, so that's my my message for the week. I hope it was helpful. Um, I had an amazing time facilitating the full moon in Leo workshop in the Luminary League this past weekend. So if you are interested, you can still get that, um, that recording of the workshop. So you are welcome to head on over to veronicapretty.com slash membership and you can learn about the Luminary League and you can sign up there and join us every month we meet for the full moon. We have a great time every new moon. I send out a bonus podcast for just the members on the new moon and all of the big astrological aspects that are coming up for the month. So for example, they knew all about Mercury retrograde and um, Mars going into Capricorn like three weeks ago. So if you want to be on the inside track of what's coming your way, then you definitely want to be in the Luminary League. So check that out. And if you have any questions, let me know. And if you want to book a reading, let me know. I actually have readings blocked out this week. But um, if you want a reading later this month, you can still get in. So feel free to uh, shoot me a message or just go onto the website and you can sign up um, right there. You can book. It's super easy. veronicapreddy.com slash astrology. And I will see you next week, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapreddy.com slash membership. You'll find all the details there. For $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month and also get an exclusive bonus Astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty. Same name, no spaces. See you next week.